coming up on this episode of the MD and Chef Team Show. And I hear people all the time saying, well, I'll probably die young. I actually hear people saying that. I know. Gentleman who will be nameless was saying the other day when he was uh, very early 60, just saying, yep, I'll probably die in 10 years. He was only 61. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard that before from people, you know, just, you know, they get in a certain age and yeah, I'll be dead by so-and-so. It's like, well, why are you saying that? How do you know that? I mean, the doctor, you know, the medical profession maybe hasn't even said that. You're just saying that because everything hurts, not feeling well. Oh, well, I'm just going to die. Welcome to the show from the, the MD, MD and Chef, Chef team. team. I'm Dr. Isabel, medical doctor here at the MD and Chef team. And who are you? And I'm Chef Michael, culinary nutrition expert. I'm the chef part of the team. And what are we going to talk about, babe? Now, I can say that because he's my husband. <laughs> yes. Well, then we'll be talking about marriage, relationships, parenting, intimacy. We'll talk about mindsets of success, overcoming depression, anxiety. I'll be getting into functional nutrition, recipes and tips from the kitchen. And we're going to both get into how to live a long, healthy, vibrant life. Yes, I love it. Our mission is to help you prevent and reverse disease and give you hope in the process. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We, we like, like to, to have, have fun, fun too. <laughs> so let's, let's get, get on, on with the, the show. show. Hello, and welcome to the MD and Chef Team Show. It's uh, your nutritional chef, Chef Michael, here today, and I am joined by my beautiful wife, <laughs> your Dr. Isabella, doctor on a mission. Hello, my dear. Hi, sweetheart. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hello. to the MD and Chef Team podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today, the title of this podcast is The Slippery Slope of Chronic Disease. Mm-mm-mm. I think we've all heard of the saying, the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. Well, let's get into a little bit today about, well, how the heck does that happen and what's that all about? Because guess what? We all have a life. We all have health. But there is an epidemic of chronic disease out there in the world right now. So how does this happen? How have we gotten here? It's very gradual. It's gradual. It's so gradual. Yeah. It, people don't see it. Yeah. Till. Until kapow. Yeah. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I know. It's so sad. And I know you, my lovely wife, uh, as somebody who has been in kind of both camps of what we will call healthcare is the traditional model where, yes, it's fantastic for helping people with acute problems and things that just have to be taken care of right now. And then also being on the functional medicine side, where you're more about prevention and getting the root causes, looking upstream of what could be going on. But how do we get to the bottom of the cliff? So let's just talk about it. Life. We all have a life. And we all have hereditary factors, inherited factors, genes that we've inherited, DNA that we've inherited. For me personally, both of my parents died at a young age, mom at 53, dad at 69 from chronic disease. And okay, so that's part of me. I've got to look at that. I've got to understand that that's part of my hereditary factors. Now I've got a choice. I want everyone to understand you've now you've got a choice with these, whether you turn on those genes or you suppress those genes. And that is through lifestyle choices. 
daily habits will help you to decide whether you will turn on those genes of hereditary factors if they happen to be bad ones in your family life as far as chronic disease, people dying young from diseases, or suppress those genes because you're doing the right things with your daily choices. I'm sure you've got some factors in your family's life too, Mike. Oh, yeah, because I'm Hispanic, Cuban, and uh, we've got a high rate of type 2 diabetes and heart disease. Yes. So it's there. It's there, but it, I'm not going to express it. No. I've chosen not to express You've it. Chosen to suppress. Suppress it, yes. Those baddie genes over yeah. there. Yes. I chose not to put on those genes. Yeah, not wearing <laughs> those genes at all. <laughs> and so how do we go through life? We you know, we do blood tests and they seem to be normal and everything's kind of cool. And a lot of times we'll just cruise through life and not even do any checks or balances or tests. and. You know, through daily habits, what I'm talking about is lifestyle factors, the way we eat, what's going on with uh, the foods we eat, the liquids we are drinking, let's put it that way, exercise factors, sleep factors, those types of daily habits, stress factors that are going on in our life. When we look at foods and drinks, you know, where are those foods coming from? Are there pesticides and chemicals in them? Are we getting a lot of chemical exposure? How about environment? What environment do we live in? Is there a lot of environmental toxins in our area where you might live? Like, for instance, car fumes and plastics. Are are you working with a lot of plastics? Mm -hmm. Like, who isn't working with a lot of plastics, right? Yeah. And it could be, uh, hey, do you live in a moldy home? That's right. You know, that's very, very prevalent in today's world. It's all out there. Digestive problems. Is there a lot of toxicity going on? Have you been around it all your life? And so understanding that those things build up over time. And what happens in this gradualism of chronic disease at first stages, we notice something's going on. Mm -hmm. We've had talks about inflammation. It's a fire. Mm There's a little kind of smoldering. There might just be a little matchstick fire going on. And it's like, oh, you know, my elbows just kind of getting sore all the time. Or yeah, I seem to get headaches every once in a while. You know, this is sore. That doesn't feel right. Oh, you know, my my gut's not quite right. And, and we've noticed these things. But, you know, it's just something we notice. And yeah, okay. You know, we just think, yeah, it's just part of life. It's part of aging. All of, And we, we just... Ignore it. Or? Well, I'm just talking about traditionally. Or we take drugs (laughs) to cover the Right, right. Well, yeah, I was going to say, well, what happened from there? A lot of times we'll just go to the drugstore and take drugs. Yeah. We'll take over-the-counter drugs. We'll take drugs that are available for us. And and when we talk drugs, I mean, that's as simple as aspirins. Right. You know, those are drugs, too. You know, we'll take something, we'll take painkillers, we'll mm-hmm. take sleeping tablets, we'll take things to suppress those symptoms. And the problem with that is, the big problem with that is, yeah, we're suppressing those symptoms, but we haven't done anything about what was causing those symptoms. Right. So eventually, if we actually think about it, it's only going to get worse. Because all we can do is, as it gets worse, maybe double up, triple up 
on the over-the-counter drugs or the drugs we might be getting from a doctor, uh, we'll just double and triple up what we're getting. Yeah, which is what happens. It's kind of like, babe, let me know if this resonates, if there's a crack in the foundation of a house. Mm -hmm. If you don't take care of it, the house can come tumbling down. Oh, you can put a little bit of plaster on or something kind of cover it up yeah i'm not a builder but yeah i know that cracks and foundations are not good in the house no it's it's not and you can't just kind of put a little bit of plaster on it or something and expect to be all good yeah you have to you've got to address it and address it yeah and pretty much repair yeah and totally maybe even redo the foundation or repair the foundation right yeah so the house doesn't come tumbling down Right. right exactly and so when you've got these symptoms going on and maybe you're trying to take care of them yourself and then they possibly get out of control where now this fire is burning away. And of course, this is where you, my dear, as a medical doctor, have your foot in the traditional camp where people come in the office and see you in that aspect or any doctor in the traditional healthcare system. Now people come in and they've got symptoms, they got conditions, they got problems. Now there's a diagnosis for those problems. Traditionally, you would know what happens in that situation. Right. There's a recipe we follow. And so, okay, you need this and you need that. It's a pharmacological recipe Mm. in that traditional model. Yes, very well said. Not in what you're doing in the the functional and integrative world. No. But in that model, uh, it's a pharmacological way of handling things. And Simply, that means let's throw some drugs at it. Right, because that's what we learned in medical training. Mm -hmm. We learned how to use the drugs. Or another option could be maybe it goes to a specialist and said, yep, let's do some surgery and remove it, or let's do some surgery and try to repair. And a lot of times that can be a great option. However, a lot of times that can lead to some other problems. Right. Complications. Complications, <laughs> as they call them. <laughs> you know, and you hear about people having uh, organs removed. Or the one thing that really uh, kind of is, I personally don't like. Some people might say, hey, what's the problem with it? Where, you know, people have weight problems and they go and get surgery for weight problems instead of addressing the root cause of the weight problems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, What's changing it, the habits. What's it uh, like stapling of, of stomach stapling? Stomach, you know, you're stapling your stomach or something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's just so it's a, just a smaller stomach so that you get fuller faster. However, you're not addressing the brain, no, and, and you and know, how and the you mind. Get to that problem, yeah, the yeah. thought process, right? The thought process that led you to that, right? And again, when we're not addressing these factors that we talked about that were actually getting you into this situation, now um, we've suppressed those systems. We've suppressed them, but we're still continuing to do the daily habits that have taken us there. How would you like to feel a sense of clarity, focus, and mental sharpness that enables you to tackle any challenge with ease? Can you envision experiencing a better memory and recall, allowing you to easily remember important details, names, and events? What could you accomplish if your mental energy is always high, allowing you to stay alert and productive throughout the day without feeling mentally fatigued or foggy? 
How great would it feel when you experience better quality sleep, allowing your brain to rest and recharge, leading to increased productivity and creativity? Imagine feeling a sense of calmness and control, allowing you to manage stress and anxiety with ease, giving you the confidence to handle any situation. Be honest with yourself. When was the last time you experienced an overall sense of well-being and satisfaction? You see, your brain health positively impacts all areas of your life, from work to relationships and personal growth. Just visualize how amazing it would feel to have optimal brain health and unlock your full potential. If you want to learn more, and I know you do, then check out the link in the show notes for the Optimizing Your Brain Health community. And we look forward to seeing you there. And now, back to the rest of the show. And next step kind of sends us into the step of cancers, tumors, growths, where now things are really starting to get out of control. And the diagnosis is a chronic disease. Mm -hmm. It it could be cognitive decline, where it's Alzheimer's, a dementia type. Mm -hmm. It it could be cancer. It could be uh, diabetes type 2, where now you could be even at a point where you need to do, uh, what's it called when somebody has to go in and get uh, done, like the daily dialysis? Dialysis, yeah. Somebody has to get dialysis constantly. and, And a lot of... You know, other things that need to be done. Somebody's got uh, chronic arthritis and they're always sore. The back's always sore. There's always problems. And they basically end up just throwing their hands up in the air and say, oh, well, I guess I'm just getting old quickly. And and I hear people all the time saying, well, I'll probably die young. I actually hear people saying that. I know. Gentleman who will be nameless was saying the other day when he was uh, very early sixty, just saying, "Yep, I'll probably die in ten years." He was only sixty-one. I was like, yeah. "What?" Yeah, yeah, and I've heard that before from people. You know, just you know, they get in a certain age and go, "Yeah, oh. I'll be dead by so and so." It's like, well, why are you saying that? How do you know that? I mean, the doctor, you know, the medical profession maybe hasn't even said that. You're just saying that because everything hurts, not feeling well. Oh well, I'm just gonna die. Yeah. Well, let's look at, well, what can we do? How the heck do we get down this slippery slope of chronic disease? So the real thing is we have to go back upstream Mm -hmm. and look at, well, what are the factors? What was your eating lifestyle? What were you drinking? What were you eating? Do you have vitamin and mineral deficiencies or are there possible excesses? You know, are you eating foods that are basically just processed and will have all kind of chemicals and artificial, basically it's frankenfoods, it's artificial food, it's not even real. Are you getting any exercise? Are you getting any movement? Are you surrounded by toxic, are you a walking toxic human being? Right. And also, who are your friends? Because you will be ending up like your friends. Are you hanging out with people who are also saying the same thing? Yeah, I'll probably die young. Yeah, it might make you feel good because, oh, yeah, me too. Well, you know, you tell your brain that and your brain's going to make it happen. It's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. Your brain is in control. Your thoughts subconsciously will say, yep, okay, well, that's what's going to happen. I know. You can't feed it that way. The brain is very powerful. 
you got to look at, okay, yep, temporarily I can look to suppress some of these things. But when you do it long term and you have not addressed upstream these lifestyle factors, that's when we end up with this chronic disease, a slippery slope where now you are looking for the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. Please help me get me out of here. And I'm not saying it's impossible, but boy, that's... It's hard work because it's taken you 20 to 30 years to get there. Yeah, minimum. Some you know? people have been doing all these things their whole life and now they're 60 and they're paying for everything. And it's like, okay, yeah, we can get out, but... Oof. And that's when people say help, when it hurts. Mm. And that unfortunately... Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's where people start doing the change. However, that's why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Because we want you to understand that that doesn't have to be your story. You really don't have to end up that way. Yes. You can prevent and reverse, even reverse a lot of this stuff. Yes. But the work starts with your why. Why would you go into changing your habits and going through the struggle? Because it will be struggle to change your habits because you've got habits and uh, it's kind of like telling your body, no, you're not going to be eating this. You're going to be eating this. And your body's going to go, no, I want that. Cause your body is like a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's run by your amygdala, which is in your brain. If you let it run your life, but you got to tell your body, no, I'm the boss here and you're going to listen to me. So you have to have your why so that you will succeed. Yes. But if yes. you don't have your why, you will not succeed. Promise. Yes. And I will say there's two other really main factors for that. Even as any one of us individuals who are strong-minded, who make that decision, we've got a strong why, there's two other factors. One is we need a team. Absolutely, yeah. We need a support system. Right. We need others around us that are positive and empowering about helping us to get to where we want to go. Mm-hmm. It's hard, hard, hard by yourself. Absolutely. We know that. We need a support team to help us. And the third factor, or that other factor being the third, is we need a coach. Mm-hmm. We need somebody that knows how to help us to get there, who can walk the journey with us. That could be part of your team. Mm-hmm. But your minimum, you need a coach that can get you to where you need to go, who has the the education, they got the knowledge, they know how to get there, they know how to help you there, they're going to empower you, walk along with you on the journey. They'd be part of your team. But you need, yep, you need to make the decision. You need to make the why. Then you've got a team and you've got to have a coach to get you to where you want to go. That's what worked for us. And that's what works and for works anybody. for all the other people yeah. we're working with. Yeah. Anybody we've ever worked with, those are the three main ingredients for them to succeed. Mm-hmm. And when they do, that's what's happened. It works. You succeed. Yes. But it's it's life is too hard all by yourself. Yes. And fighting the struggle all yeah. by yourself. Because it gets hard and painful and messy. And when you fall flat on your back. It's, uh, I don't know, you just lose hope and you give up and you just revert back to old habits and say, I give up. But that doesn't have to be your story either. Right. It's a choice. What story do you want? What do you want it to look like? What do you want your life to look like in a year, in two years, in five years? 
what do you want? Like Michael and I are crystal clear on what we want to be at a hundred. Correct. Like that is there every day. No, I'm not going to do that because that's going to affect our goal. Right. Yes. You have to be. But I'm still enjoying my life. Yeah. Totally. And we have a team and we have a coach. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. We have a lot of teams. Yeah. We got a big team. (laughs) Yes, and and our coach. Yeah, Yeah. and our coach. Yep. And so in today's podcast, we've been talking about the slippery slope of chronic disease and just understanding that when you get down that slope of having a diagnosis of chronic disease, that didn't just happen. We've all got hereditary genes from our family, passed down to us, but it becomes up to us whether we express them, meaning we turn them on. Or we put them on. Put on on those genes. Or we suppress them, meaning, no, no thank you. Or we zip down the zipper and take them off. And there's a slope. It starts with just maybe a little bit of a tweak here or hurt there. Oh, this doesn't feel right. We ignore it. Maybe we throw some over-the-counter drugs at it and try and treat it ourselves, possibly end up in the doctor's office, some pharmacy products thrown at that, some basically, let's just call it as it is, some drugs. And if we don't address the upstream factors that have taken us there, we will continue down that slippery slope until kaboom. Yeah. And then can we still do something about it? It's not an automatic death sentence. No, No, it is not. A lot more difficult. So our suggestion. If you want. Make those great choices now. Yeah. So you don't go down that slope. Like the world is going. Because being normal is not healthy. Being normal (laughs) is not healthy. Exactly. There was a recently a, a gentleman we were chatting with, and he was saying everybody calls him crazy. And I thought, yeah, good. Yeah, you are. It's fantastic. You're great. You're out there. You're thinking. You're doing things. You're making a difference in the world. You go for it. And I am too. I'm wild and crazy too. So are you. Because being normal is not healthy. Yeah. And I love Don Quixote's statement in Man from La Mancha. Yes. When somebody's saying, you're crazy, I don't see what you're doing, you know, you're just a dreamer. And he (laughs) says, stop, I will not let your facts ruin my vision. You know, if you've got a vision, if you've got a goal of what you want to do, don't let other people, those naysayers, stop you from achieving that. Keep on becoming what you want to become. I am so, I will always be your cheerleader and so will Michael. You bet. For you to be your healthier you, because a healthy you is a more joyful, peaceful person that can accomplish what you're here for here on earth. So we're going to leave you with that. So thank you for joining us today on the MD and Chef Team Show. It's been a pleasure being here with you today. Thank you for joining us. And as always, we wish you well. Have an amazing, healthy, and productive life. Thank you for your time. God bless. Yes, God bless. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Hello, Chef Michael here. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you subscribed to the podcast and left us a review.